Who the bloody hell's that? Should indeed. You're listening to the Corona Diaries, a sometimes random and often irreverent attempt to understand the psyche of singer Steve Hogarth. Deep and booming. I th- I think I do think. Well, apart from the room noise, because I'm in a bigger room. Um, I'm I'm getting over this cold. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, is that the same microphone you normally use? No, no. And I was going to talk about this in the pod because you're going to be jealous. It's a deep and more booming microphone. Well, I don't think it's deep and more booming, but you're going to be jealous because you're going to want one. All right. Well, you know, I, I believe you're not without influence, Mr. Short. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much influence I've actually got, if I'm being perfectly honest. Well, just nick one then. <laughs> yeah, uh, all right then. There's always thievery if there is an influence. Ooh, Cunning uh, and guile. A bit of filching. <laughs> guile, you're a northerner. They expect it. Right, OK. I'm, I'm looking at our washing-up liquid. I'm in an Airbnb, right? I'm right. Looking at, I'm looking at our washing-up liquid in this kitchen. Um, washing and it's up called liquid. Dawn. Dawn. I quite like Dawn. that as a name for washing-up liquid. Dawn. Oh. Well, why? Why do you quite like that? Well, the idea that you would get up and wash your pots. All right, just before light. Yeah. <laughs> and, and there's or, a picture of a duck on it. A, I don't quite know how that works. You're Is in California, Anthony. So basically, you've basically been up all night taking cocaine, having a banging <laughs> party, and you're doing the washing up before you go to bed, aren't you, at dawn? That's basically the deal there. Yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly it, isn't it? Um, life in the fast lane. That was the verse of Life in the Fast Lane the Eagles didn't bother putting in. <laughs> About doing the washing up before they went to bed. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it, isn't it? That's, that's exactly See, it. If it the was... Eagles had been, had been an English band, <laughs> they would have popped that verse in. But being Americans, <laughs> they didn't. Who was, who was the guitarist? Who was the Eagles guitarist that always looked stoned? Oh, Joe Walsh. Yeah, that's, Joe, yeah. that's what Joe probably got up to. Yeah, I don't doubt it. Come seven o'clock, <laughs> smacked off his tits. Yeah, with you a know. couple of girls in very, very short skirts and no knickers, drying. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be saying... <laughs> Can know, I gla- say this? <laughs> glasses first, <laughs> then the cutlery, then the saucepans right. last. Yes. <laughs> that's what Joe would be saying. He would. <laughs> oh, I got a bit now. Look now, what's happening? I got a bit. I just need to mute something. God, Lord, there we are. Oh, I love that. I are. don't think I don't think we're going to get any better than that today. What Joe Walsh doing the washing up just before he goes to bed after yes. a banging party? Yes. Gacked yes. out of his head. The, th- the thing is, who is the woman who used to do the fairy liquid adverts? <laughs> I don't. I've oh, now got visions of Joe Walsh doing the Dawn adverts in the US. <laughs> Come on, Joe, if you're out there, if you're listening to this. 
<laughs> respond oh. <laughs> with, the, actually, with the appropriate response. It's actually quite. I'm looking looking over at the kitchen, and it's you know when you're staying somewhere that you don't it's, where it's transient. So you, yeah. you've just you've just I do know that. You've got. Oddly enough, yeah, yeah yes, yeah. So, so we've got the Dawn washing up liquid. We've got an mm. empty bottle of Mexican Coke. Have you come across Mexican Coke? Never. Okay, so Mexican Coke is uh, a thing that you can get, obviously, over here. And it's, it's got pure sugar in it instead of whatever they use in the normal Coke. Oh, okay. So people buy it because it's literally as bad as it possibly can be for you. Um, Unless it had Mexican cocaine in it, in which case it would be much worse and you'd probably get shot drinking it. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Um, So so there's an empty bottle of Mexican Coke and there's a a half bottle of Jack Daniels. And we only got here last night. That's properly, properly Californian. You're liking that? Yeah. And and a a bag that had a glazed cinnamon swirl in it. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's a bit more Scandinavian. But um, oh. all I can see is the back end of your enormous microphone, which, mm. which has mm. a big um, XLR female connector. Well, you know that, that mic you've got, that MV51, so that little kind of like Elvisy type style thing that you take away and put in the kettle? Yes, I do know that. Yeah. Okay, so this one is, mm. is like the one you're talking into now, your SM7B, but it's a USB version. Ooh. And it's Ooh. and it's kind of posh, but also you can put a mic in it as well. Right, it's quite oh, lovely. Uh, is it new? Is it a new thing, cutting edge, or is it? It's been out about two years, and I've had it for oh, a while, okay. and, and, and I was giving it to try, and I just thought, you know what, I'll take it with me this time. I haven't yeah, really given it a bit should... of a play. I'll take it with me. You should give me that to try. And yes, well, I've, I've got a sneaky <laughs> suspicion it's going to end up coming in your direction to try for the next time you go on the road, isn't it? <laughs> well, you know. That'd be awfully nice, especially if you can blag another one at your NAM or wherever the hell you I are. think I'll be able to blag another one of these for you. I think I'll be able to blag another one. Now, I don't know if they'll do, because sure do colourways. They might do you a purple Ooh. one. Oh, hello. That'd be quite good, wouldn't it? Yeah, something's just gone off of me right here, just as you said that. Something went, it must have been purple excitement <laughs> in my mind. <laughs> The other thing, well, and I was yeah. thinking, a man's just walked past the window with a surfboard, <laughs> as you do. Um, uh, <laughs> that doesn't happen. Not no, the no. third floor, anyway. No. Because um, <laughs> they are actually, the sea, I'm pointing, but less than, the sea is 50 yards in that direction. It, it literally is that close. Fantastic. Um, but the, um, I was thinking this morning, we ought to, because have you ever been to the NAM show? No, never. Right, okay. No. Because uh, I, th- I think you'd go down a storm over here. You weren't there, man. Um, I, felt, I felt I had to say that. Yeah, I think you'd go down a storm. So it got me thinking. It got me thinking. <laughs> Went over your head as well. We ought to do this trip together next year. Yes. Yes. I'm ready. Right, okay. And I reckon, I reckon if we start thinking about this now, you could fund this trip by playing one gig in LA while you're here. Mm. Well, that's a romantic notion, but it's constantly uh, tripped up by... American visa law. I now somebody mentioned something to me about having a plan about that, and I'm trying to remember who it was. Right. So I think uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna follow this up because I think what? you should be here next January. I think we'd have a whale of a time. Have a word with some of them Rita K. Drews. 
that's that's the one. That's the person who mentioned it to me, actually. Have a word with Rita. Yeah, I right. thought I'd heard her murmuring at some point. Okay, well, Rita, here's the thing then. Could we, could we do, because she does listen from time to time. Private party. Arrange not... it. Yeah. Know, so we, we, you, could, you come over for this this sort of week and you, know, you could maybe play a couple of other gigs while you're here, but we could have a few days at the, a few days at the California, at the NAMM show. Hmm. Well, that would be divine. Right. Okay, let's work towards that then, shall we? If you're if you're yeah. purple and you're listening in the in the SoCal area and you want it to happen, then then let us know and we can we can work together and do some form of something to make it. Where do you fancy playing? Whiskey? I don't is that, mind. Is really. that a bit rock and I roll mean, for you? A bit a bit heavy metal for you? As long as I can have a steroid shot before I go there, I'm I'm cool. I'll go anywhere. Right. I mean, we, what we need is a doctor of medicine with no principles, which which in America is called a doctor of medicine. A doctor. <laughs> and, and <laughs> like a thousand. Of them. <laughs> Literally every street corner. <laughs> and I could, you know, I could then. <laughs> and we could say I wasn't a musician or an artist. I was just. I don't know, demonstrating a microphone whilst yes. playing the piano. <laughs> yes, all of that, all of that. <laughs> Did I ever tell you my, my U2 story when I was at the, about five years ago when I was here? No, but this sounds like TCD gold. Right, so the, the word went round, because the, the, there's about 100,000 people come to this event. It's a big event at a big convention centre. Mm. And, it, and it's also a kind of a space-like place, this convention centre, so you'll have seen it on a load. Of, it's used as a set for loads of Hollywood stuff, loads of sci-fi stuff and what have you, because it's got that kind of look about it. And the word went around that you two were going to be playing on the roof, right? Right. So, and then about 9 o'clock, just as the show was about to open... You two kicked off playing oh. on the roof, and there's a crowd of must be 15, 20,000 people because there's a real long walkway that you walk down to get to the front door of this convention center. And this whole walkway, which is like a few hundred feet wide, just packed with people. And it, and it went on. And I said, to, I said to one of the guys I was with, Why don't we get up to see if we can get a bit closer? And so it was, we'd watched them for a couple of songs. Like, right, let's try and do that, because they're only going to play four or five songs. So we went up the escalators to get up, and we got up as far as the level they were on, and there was literally nobody there. And I was like, this is amazing. We're going to get this close to you too. And we walked down the aisle, and we, <laughs> and we got a bit closer, and it was the worst U2 tribute act you've ah. ever come across in terms of how they looked. You know, you know when Bono's a little bit short and tubby? And, and, you know, and the, and the edge is looking proper, proper rough. <laughs> and we got a bit closer. And then we decided we might as well be in for the whole hog. So we had our photos taken with this really shabby U2 tribute <laughs> who sounded great, by the way, just didn't look anything like U2. Right. They, they, yeah. Well, the Americans are usually very good at doing what they do. So mm. oh, you wouldn't surprise have known. me that they You wouldn't really great. have known. You know, you could be full. I was fooled. I thought it was them. I thought, this is amazing. You two are here. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It was whatever the name of that tribute act would be. The Edge would probably pop in around 5am and do your washing up. <laughs> <laughs> the Edge and Dawn. <laughs> Shall we start? <laughs> Is it getting better? 
<laughs> no, no, it isn't. There's a mark on that clang, spoon. Clang, clang. <laughs> uh, what are we on? One nine four. Yes, I think we're on all sorts. Too. We are. This is slightly uh, surreal because I'm slightly sleep deprived. Yes, and I've been drinking. Have you? Oh, bonza. so I probably feel more or less like you. Right. Okay. Right. You. Yeah. Okay. Right. One nine four. Okay. <laughs> Hello and welcome to chapter 194 of the Corona Diaries. Ooh, the transatlantic Corona Diaries today. This is about as far apart as we get, isn't it, doing these? Yeah, I should think so, because you're in on the west coast of... Um, when I said you're in... What I mean, you are in on... I'll start again. You are... Anthony Short of Heckman Dwight on the west coast of the USA in California with surfers going past the window. Mm-hmm. And I am where I always am, uh, on a village green in England as far from the sea as you could possibly get. So mm. not a lot of surfboards in evidence. The occasional cricket bat, mm. that's it. On that, though, you might want to, because I think you're editing this week, you might want to take out the name of the village that you've already dropped in once already since you've been talking. <laughs> I don't know whether it matters anymore, but you might still want to just take it out. Yes. For those three people who still don't know. <laughs> who don't know. <laughs> what I think's lovely is everybody knows where you live. Nobody's bothered to come. No, I'm, well, I'm grateful. Yeah. I'm grateful because I've almost stopped bothering myself. No, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Um, yeah, I think it's about as far apart as we get because mm. we've not recorded yet while you've been in South America, have we? You've not been there since we started this. No, but in terms of, um, you know, a time zone, if I was in, if you were in Heckman Dwight and I was in South America, I'd be closer on the kind of east-west business. Ah, yes. I wouldn't yeah. be, I maybe wouldn't be geographically as the crow barks as, as close. But, um, yeah, you're eight, we're eight hours adrift at Yes, the moment, there's only yeah. really Australia, isn't it, that's going to add to this. Yeah. Have, we ever done, have I ever done one from Tokyo or, or, or no. any of those places? No, I've not done one in Japan. Well no, because we used a bit of Japan reading for some of the early crooncasts, I believe. Mm. But you'd, you'd, the last time you went, we'd already, we'd, yeah, it was before we started. Oh, Okay. So, so yes, this is so me and Dawn and and the half potler Jack. That's the this is the furthest away we've ever been. Knock three times on the ceiling if you want me, and actually, was there's it? somebody in the the room above. Wasn't that Dawn? That was Dawn, wasn't it? I don't know. Twice on the pipes. If the answer is no. <laughs> That was lovely. We could that call really this lovely. episode twice on the pipes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't think we... There's no struggle for episode titles this week, is there? Let's be honest. Um, we'll actually get down to a bit of business. Um, because yes, I'm, let's I'm, do I'm that. sensing this is going to fall very quickly. They do James do that in California, don't they? Yes. James <laughs> Levy's been in touch. Oh, hello, James. Uh, and, and James, for those of you who might have forgotten, James is the person who rummages around... Uh, mm. in, in all the tapes and the hard drives and this, that and the other, cataloguing stuff for making of albums and all that kind of stuff. Mm. Uh, and he's he's brought us some friends from the orchestra information. 
At last. At last. So short of when we get Mike on. Um, so he has delved into the archive and he's found the other songs that were put forward for the album that we couldn't remember or that you couldn't remember. Uh, well, that, I definitely got. Yeah. yeah. So do you want the list? Yes. Okay. Dryland. Oh, Faith. Why did we not do that? Uh, Faith. Hmm? Oh, now, yeah. Now she'll yeah. never know. Oh, that could have been lovely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Out of this world. I think we might have had a go at that, but I could be wrong. Yeah. Power. Yes. Somewhere else. Sorry about the creaking. I'll shut up. Yes. But the only unforgivable thing. Right. Yeah. yeah and you're gone. Yeah. Yeah, well, no. any of those could have could have worked. I don't know why. Maybe we had a go at them and they didn't, you know, didn't measure up. Well, he Can't also it. reckons that he thinks you played a couple of them on the tour. Mm. Well, I don't... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Look who I'm asking. Was um, I in the band at that point? <laughs> <coughs> Don't make oh me cough. dear! Oh, that's um, nasty. It is. I'm still. Yeah, still. Still. Oof. Told you, phlegm. Um, mm. Well, you see, I'm, I might have to now do a bit of research on setlist.fm to see if actually I can find some of those tour dates and see if you played any of those in addition, because mm. that would suggest that you might have worked some of them up quite a long way before making a final album decision. Yeah, yeah, Michael. No, mm. we've got to get uh, yeah, him we, on. We're desperately waiting for Mike, aren't we? We need a man with a memory. We need a man with a memory. We do. Um, but thank you, James, very much for coming back and giving us the ones that we were missing. Now, I seem to recall when I looked at the track listing, there's one track per studio album. Does that ring a bell? Is there? Well, that might have been it then. That might have been the tree we were barking up. But um, perhaps for what I, it would either be time constraints... Mm -hmm. or maybe Mike had done a demo, you know, with sample strings, and we'd gone, oh, no, oh, no, um, as we occasionally do. I don't, mm. I don't know if it had been that, or, uh, or whether, whether as, 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 uh, as whoever it is suspects, we even worked it up and did, did something live. I don't, I don't remember playing any of those live. I think I might have remembered that because I quite like the idea of doing some of them, but I don't. I don't know if we ever did. I'm quite surprised Dryland didn't make the cut. Actually, that that I can mm. hear that with a string part. Oh, it'd be lovely. Well, it was it was sort of written with you know pretend string. With um, what do they call them? Arco arco strings. Um, and um, so it would have made complete sense to do that with a quartet. There must have been a reason why not. Possibly that I hate singing it because it's such a vocal exam. It really is a sod to sing. And maybe I just didn't feel up to it, in a, you know, in amongst two hours of a show. Mm. 
Which is a shame, really, because I've always thought it was one of those songs of yours that you were really very proud of. Well, I'm proud. I'm proud of having um, helped to write it. I mean, that's a song that Colin Ward brought to me. Um, you know, more or less. I mean, obviously, without the the words or melody on it. But at the stage he brought it to me, he'd already um, put all of the the musical elements down and the chord changes and everything, verse and chorus. So all I all I did was um, dream up a song to hang on it. Mm. Um, yeah, I am proud of it, but it's an absolute bastard to sing. And if anybody out there fancies themselves as a singer, have a go. <laughs> You'll see what I mean. Which then does... Because obviously you said Colin brought the song to you, but surely you will have influenced the melody line. Yeah, I wrote the melody line. Yeah. But he did actually bring the all of the instrumental parts more or less as they absolutely are now. And, and when Marillion covered it, they didn't really change it. I think the only thing, I mean, Chris Neal extended the first chorus with the You're So Violent With Your Silence line in it because in How He Lives original, the chorus was shorter. It just, mm. chorus one was just, you're an island, but I can't leave you all at, out, all at sea. Um, I'm on dry land, won't you help me, please, was chorus one. And then chorus two uh, I was longer and added the line, you're so violent with your silence. And Chris Neal liked that line so much, he wanted it in on both choruses. And for some reason he wanted to change the scansion so that I sang, you're an island but I can't leave you all out at sea. He had a bit of a bee in his bonnet about adding that syllable. Right. And uh, so, you know, I thought, all right, all right then. If, you know... If <laughs> It obviously matters. <laughs> You've had a lot of hits. I'll whatever. <laughs> Good enough just for me. Just checking you took it that well. Just, I just, just for the sake of argument. <laughs> was it a slightly more protracted <laughs> process at the time? There wasn't a lot of blood on the walls, Anthony. Right. Okay. Fine. It just was just a smear. Just a smear. <laughs> okay. I bet a bit of dawn on a cloth would have shifted that. <laughs> that would have. <laughs> Joe, Joe would have had that off there. He'd have had that of, off, yeah. With a, with a dab. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why dabs made me laugh. It just really has. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's right about one thing. You're so violent with your silence is an amazing line. Thank you. I've just got a flashback now to seeing the Eagles play in the Hotel California and Joe Welch is wearing what looks like a sort of... A, like a... Um, Pan scrubber? No, like a cloth. You know, like a, like a folded cloth on his head. <laughs> like a dish and maybe that Maybe that was just, you know, for emergencies. <laughs> <laughs> How have we managed to build a picture of Joe Walsh? <laughs> <laughs> any any unsightly fingerprints on the Stratocaster could have been yeah, just... r remo removed immediately and then back on the head between verses. <laughs> it gave them a good dawning and then they were gone. 
<laughs> Back to serious things, though. Mm. It, is a, it is a great line. You're so violent with your silence. It is a stunning, stunning line, actually. I've forgotten how good a line that that, that was. You. So he was right to insist it went in on both on both choruses. Yeah, he, but the he, thing, he, he liked that. The thing I was then thinking was, it was that just... Um, you said it's a real vocal workout. Was it always a vocal workout? Because it, and the only bit I'm grasping at is that you've... Um, you've written the melody line for something that then actually was it as hard to sing back then? I can't sing. I th it was, yeah. It, it was hard to sing. Whether it was as hard because my range was a bit, bit, a bit higher when I was younger. Yeah. Um, or whether I just wasn't as fussy. Um, I think I'm more fussy now about. Hitting every note, and it's such um, it's such a strange. Is it's such a kind of all over the shop melody, which is what makes it lovely. Mm. Um, but hitting every one of those those notes as it dives around um, can be. Um, can be a bit tricky, and I, I don't know how many listeners are that bothered, but I've, I'm so uh, obsessed now. I'm so pitch obsessed that if I if if I miss a note now, no matter how short, it really, you know, keeps me up at night and makes me cross. So right. I th it might be just that I've become pickier, but also I think it's the fact that. In an ideal world now, I'd probably sing it down a semitone from where it was. Right. Which I can, you know, it's, it's all doable. Would it work... Have you ever done it for a natural show by actually singing it almost down the octave? Singing it in... The, you, know when, you know when Tears... For, whoever it was did that cover of Tears for Fierce, um, Mad World... And it was sung. It was sung very sparse and, and lower down. Would it work in a Would it work in a different way? Would it work sparser and down for a natural kind of thing? I don't think so because the the problem with dryland is that the verses are, are quite low anyway. Right. So if you lower the choruses, the, the verses have the to go with them. And gets a bit like that. Um, so you can't win with it, you know, unless you do something really creative and change the um, interval between the verse and choruses, but, but that would be well weird. Yeah, that would, no. I, 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 what I was driving at wasn't that, so I'd not thought about the, 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 the two, you know, the, the relationship of the verse That's and the chorus. That's the thing with it. The verses are quite low, they're quite low, and then the chorus really leaps up. Leaps up. So it's a sod. It is a sod. Because the other one I always remember you you say that you have to have a take a bit of a run at now is is that end section of the space. Yeah. And that, yeah, I guess that... that's the same thing again then. And if you're more paranoid about the pitching, that's gonna make you know, put you off it, I guess. Well, we we've dropped that a semitone, I think, in in recent times. And then it's still high, you know, it's it still brilliant. doesn't sound easy, but but I can get to it. But in its original key, I could still get to it, but not at the end of a gig. And no. the space is the kind of song that you're not opening a set with no. the space and you're not sticking it in the middle. No. It's a kind of a showstopper. So it has to go on the end. And if I've been screaming my head off for two hours, I can't get near it in the original yeah. key. No, I get that. I get that. I get that. 
Um, shall we shall we pop off for a bit of diary? Because I'm I'm hoping you're going to say, oh yes, I've still got a bit of that diary left from. The, I have. Uh, I've got I've got quite a few more days. I've been looking, and I've also got um, a few altered sons from more recent tours than that as well. Oh. So all is not lost. Oh. But uh, we could certainly pop off to the Bridgewater Hall in Manchester, which I think Ooh, was, wow, was that that gig. Yeah, well there you go. Well, that, I think that was after Cardiff and the Baroness's Purple Crochet. Yes, cardigan. The following day, we were in Manchester at the Bridgewater Hall, and here it comes. <laughs> Thursday, November the 18th, Manchester, Bridgewater Hall. Another morning spent signing greetings cards and finishing TCD 82, working on the Crooncast, I Got You Babe. Another fabulous auditorium, my third visit, having played here with Trevor Horn and Marillion on the With Friends tour. Made a mid-afternoon visit to catering to sample the chilli con carne. Mosley had said it was great. He wasn't wrong. Went back for a second helping. It's all I will eat today. Soundcheck was a shorter affair today. I legged it after half an hour and left the boys running be hard on yourself with the lead vocal on tape, or more accurately, in the box, as it's called in the digital computer age. I had birthday cards to post, so I asked the ladies on backstage reception if they knew the way to a post box. Give them here, they said, extending a post bag from behind the desk. This is our post. I'll drop it in at 2am on my way home from work. Climbed back onto the bus, made myself a small G&T and then went back to bed. For whatever reason, I hit a vibe in Manchester. This was despite having to start the opener, Sounds That Can't Be Made, twice. I'd forgot to turn my radio pack on and so missed the counting. I felt great for the whole show, and this was reflected in my between-song introductions, which caused hilarity and warmth from the crowd. Before Easter, I made an emotional recollection of how this song always felt special here in Manchester after the IRA bomb which shattered a shopping centre here in 1996. The feeling was mutual, I'm sure. I can't remember ever singing Easter better. The voice is 100% at the moment. There are no after-show socials on this tour. The band and crew exist in two different bubbles and the fans are not allowed near us. If one of the band tests positive for COVID, the rest of the tour must be cancelled, so we're being very careful. Friday, November the 19th, Cambridge, day off. Fell out of the bus and up an escalator with various bags, jackets, bottles of water gin and a pillow up to reception of the Hilton Hotel. Looking to the heavens, Frenchy said, would you believe it? They said all the rooms are ready apart from the ones I arranged an early check-in for. I sat down by the bar and gazed into the middle distance for 15 minutes while one by one the band meandered by with room keys trying to find the elevators. Eventually Frenchy gave me mine and I dragged my belongings, just too many of them to hold with two hands, into the lift to the third floor and along various corridors, pausing to pick dropped things up, 
to room 359, 59 rooms from the elevator. The room key didn't work, of course, so I sat down in the corridor in the hope that some member of staff would let me in to stop the place looking untidy. Eventually a maid let me in and went downstairs to get me a key that worked while I ferried my possessions two at a time through the door. The rest of the day was spent in a haze of quiet, tour tiredness, watching the enormous TV and eating on room service. I had a chicken burger for lunch, borderline edible, and a chicken Caesar salad for dinner, better. No drinks, no starters. When I checked out, they charged me 45 quid. Lord, this quarantining lark is expensive. As I finally had a little dead time, I thought I'd get stuck into this diary. At six, I went downstairs and purloined a glass of ice at the bar so I could make myself a G&T. They didn't have limes. I've said it before, but I get the feeling that all of Mr Hilton's income goes into Paris's outfits and handbags rather than staff wages and supplies. Do it, do it with a Californian accent. I can't do and, a Californian accent. And we're back. I'm not. Hey, well, you can do it with that. Do you want to do it with a Californian <laughs> accent? Hey, dude. Oh, that wasn't very good, was that's, it? That's New York. <laughs> that's sliced alone, that. Hey, dude. We're back. Surf's up. Oh, yes. That was the little Beach Boys, Beach Boys weird, that, wasn't it? It was like one of the, the little... Blonde ones in the Beach Boys, the identical <laughs> two or three in the middle, the Stepford children. Hey man, surf's up, we're back. With a bit of Shaggy from Scooby Doo thrown in. <laughs> I like that. It didn't sound very convincing though, did it? Oh no, I liked it. I liked uh, it. Uh, well, it was, you know, I did my best. No, I think you did really well. I think you did really well. Courtney Cox once told me that I'd got an American accent nailed. Just between you and me. I'm you just... can't throw Courtney Cox in and not come back to it. I, I can, and I just have. Now, where did you meet Courtney Cox? And I, I know I'm going to regret saying this, but was it was it Radio 2? No, it was in America. It was, it was at uh, Ian Copeland's office. She was uh, working there as a secretary before anyone had ever heard of her. Oh. And the Europeans were signed to his agency, uh, which was called uh, FBI, Frontier Booking International. Um, all of the Copelands had had kind of those, you know, Miles had IRS records, and um, Ian was he Ian? I think he was Ian Copeland. He 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 had FBI. I think I heard he'd passed away. I don't know if that's true. I hope it's not true, but that's, there's something... I may have dreamt it, or I may mm. have heard it. But anyway, Courtney was... I think she was related to one of the Copelands somehow, cousin or niece, not cousin, niece probably, and she was working in the office. And at some point, I must have gone like that, and she said, oh, you've really got an American accent nailed. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> What's your name again? Uh, Courtney. That's a strange Courtney. name for a girl, isn't it? Courtney. <laughs> does, it does make me think of people who are from Bury uh, a little bit, but you know. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> nah, I've never heard them. Um, and then she got pulled on stage by the boss, and that was it, wasn't it? If you pardon the expression. Yes. So come on then, what what have you been up to today? Because you've had your day, haven't you? It's it's you you're yeah. past the yard on with drinking and all sorts. I'm afraid so. Um, oh Lord, I was up at um, I was up at six thirty, probably before you went to bed. Um, yeah, I could have rung you actually. Uh, Seven o'clock UK time. I went to bed. I could I could have messaged you. Yeah, yeah, you could. You could. We could have done the podcast. Because then, much more state I'd have been in. <laughs> Well, I should have, should have seen the state I was in. But I was up at half past six to do the school run uh, and then, I, you know, I dropped young vibes at the um, at the school bus several villages away. And then I came back and then I went to the doctors for a blood test um, mm-hmm. for, what is it, PSA, you know, prostate and cholesterol oh. and... All the joys of being an old fart. Mm. Um, and that, then uh, she couldn't find a vein. I've got very deep veins, so she had to have a good old dig about. Um, and um, then I, I came back and did two interviews, two Zoom interviews in, in a row with uh, a couple of Italians to plug my forthcoming Rome show the week, week on Saturday. Mm. Getting awfully close now, mm. um, and then and then I went to the studio, did a bit of jamming, and then I drove back to unpicked vibes up again from school at the other end of it. So I've had a bit of a day of it, to be honest. Yeah, um, yeah. We never we never close. I thought I'd be throttling back a bit in January. It's just it's got worse. Mm. It happens like that, doesn't it? I'm a bit disappointed actually now that I didn't when when you first messaged me this morning because literally you messaged me to say what what we do, are we podding today and I just mm. at that moment I'd woke I'd made the decision well not woken up I'd made the decision I was going to stop trying to get to sleep. Yeah, yeah. Because I'd hit it's six horrible. and it's like there's no point now because I'm awake. Why am I? Yeah. Why am I? Why am I doing this? Mm. And then and then your message came in at the same time. Thinking about it in the context of what we've done, we should have done it from the sink, shouldn't we? I should have just come straight in here, ran the water, dropped a bit of dawn in, and we should have recorded yeah. there and then. We should, amongst the suds. Amongst the suds. <laughs> <laughs> so how are we in terms of Rome? Are we ready? Have you? Have you? Is prep going well? If you'd asked me at the weekend, I would have been spitting rivets because it's turned into an awful lot of work, and and just the emails flying back into as you know a week's work uh, um, to put these kind of things together. You you know you agree to one agrees to them, Anthony, and mm. one thinks, well, I, you know. I, Will I have the time and headspace to do a show? And you think, yeah, probably. But then you forget about all the other stuff, all the what ifs, and the, are you gonna, and how big do you want that, and how small do you want that, and how many of these, and one of the email, 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 and we can't get one of those, but we can get one of these. How do you feel about that? All of those emails go back and to and back and to and back and to, 
And then they go, and then they say to you, oh, can you do two or three interviews? And you go, okay. So then you're doing all the interviews and you're, you're doing the promo for it. And then, you know, have you thought about car parking, you know, Heathrow? Because, you know, you're leaving there three, oh, shit, yeah, but, you know, better write it. But, and it's not like, when I've got so, a solo show, it's not like I can just say, Frenchie, sort all that shit out. Mm. You know, because Frenchie doesn't work for me, me. He works for the band and... I can't ask him. So I have to get on top of all that myself. Meanwhile, Phil Brown's emailing me, going, what do you think about this? And what do you think about that? And now I'm told you want this riser and blah, 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 and Ecky Thump and fuck off and all of that. You know. <laughs> um, <laughs> Ecky off. <laughs> so it just turns into, ah! it's what, what is a gig? Turns into about three weeks' work, you know, spread out over a few months um and i always forget but there is an awful lot more to it than just yours truly wandering onto a stage and sitting down playing a few tunes which is what everybody thinks is is would quite reasonably think is all i do um it ain't there's no. there's an awful lot of work and then, of course, for Rome, I'm I'm also playing with a band. I'm playing with Rana Strano, which is a bunch of Italians, and they're they're you know they're all brilliant musicians, but they still need some direction. They still need. We've been rehearsing, and how does this sound? And we've sent you a wee transfer of all of these songs, and how do you do? You think it's all right? And then I've got to listen to it. That's forty minutes, you know where. I could be bouncing my grandson on my knee a weekend mm. when I'm, and I've got headphones on listening to all of that and then I'm making notes and then I'm emailing back and saying, what if it was more like this and what if it wasn't so much like the get rid of that, add this? And on it goes. Mm. So that's the the, 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 the the truth of it is that I've got to learn to, to start saying no a bit because there's barely a day goes by now without an email drops in the box saying how would you feel about playing a festival in portugal on top of a high hill it's absolutely wonderful and the weather will be great and it's august and it's this and there's a lovely view of the sea and, you know and it's so easy to go wow that's yes count me in that sounds fantastic but it's so easy to agree and the reality is i'm making an album with the boys and yeah. I need a lot of headspace for that. I need a lot of time, and I still need to have a, a family life somehow in amongst that. Um, so there we are. Yeah. These are the things that... These artists, are the things. Artists mm. don't maybe often talk about. No, but they should. But they they should. should, yeah. You know, um, I mean, I, I noticed uh, I noticed Brothers put some dates out, and he's, he's playing a couple of UK dates, and I noticed a comment on Facebook that somebody said, oh... You know, why is he only playing this and this? And I, I was just I, at that point, I, to exactly to what you just said there, I kind of went, well, yeah, he's playing a couple of dates. If you want to go, go, but you can't. He can't play ten miles away from where everybody lives. That's not possible. Not when he's supposed to be recording an album. He shouldn't well, exactly. be playing at all, let alone doing a handful of dates. You know, he shouldn't really be doing anything. He should be applying all his energies to making this next Marillion album the best thing we've ever done, which which is always um, our ambition with each of these records. Not to just 
you know, turn up, do the bare minimum and go on tour with a, with a, another band. Mm. That's not really what any of us should be doing. And I include myself, you know, because I'm, I'm, I'm as guilty or potentially as guilty if I was to agree to all the offers that came in. Well, forget I invited you to LA in January then. <laughs> well, fuck the album. I'll come with you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll just get the album written quick. <laughs> you were going to do eight songs. You've got six. I went to LA in January. It was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. The, <laughs> was there anybody seen H? We'll just get an email. Surf's up. <laughs> <laughs> He's on glassware and I'm wiping. <laughs> Dawn's in the middle. <laughs> Joe sends hugs. <laughs> Joe sends hugs. I think that's got to be the title of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> right, I think we should wrap it up there. Because um, we've actually done really well to get... The, 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 the danger, every time we do one of these over a long distance, and Zoom gets worse, the further away you are, Zoom gets harder. So Europe's not too bad, UK's... But as soon as you get a bit further away, it gets harder. So we've got through it, so I think we should cut and run. Cool, cool. It'll only take you six weeks or me six weeks to get it in sync. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. That's going to be yeah joyful. Well, it might have to be you this week, I'm afraid, because I am st- I'm stowed out from tomorrow. Yeah, no, I know you are. Um, yeah, so. Well, I look forward to wrestling with the elastic files. <laughs> <laughs> right, I will see you when I'm back home. Okay, we'll have a lovely time. Well, I'll certainly try. Black me one of those mics. Yes, I'll sort uh, one of them. Anything else you'd like bringing back? Anything particularly um, you like from over here? Well, well, one if, of Joe Walsh's headscarves, if if he passes. Right. If he passes, some something for drying. Right, right. He. To be fair, I have seen Joe a couple of times at this particular event, and there's a very good chance that Stevie Wonder will be there because he's always there. Yeah. So if I see Joe, I'll ask him. Okay. I'll ask you. If, if you see Stevie, send him my best. We go back a long way. Right. I will do that. <laughs> With a bit of luck, you could convince him of that. <laughs> oh, he'll believe in it. By the time, by the time we've finished. <laughs> Steve H., you were at school together, Stevie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man, him. Yeah. yeah. Cool yeah. guy. Oh, I so miss Doncaster. <laughs> just say the celery Doncaster market <laughs> finest in the world thanks for listening to the Corona Diaries it featured Steve Hogarth with the insights and me Ant Short with the questions if you enjoyed the podcast please consider subscribing and maybe leaving a review as this will help others find it You could even share with other like-minded souls, should the mood take you. This has been an A Short Stories production.